0: Hi hey guys, it's Tommy here. Um, today, I'd like to talk about something that has been bothering me for a while, a lot for about a week now. And I think it's something that is important and it's something that people need to address more. So, I know, like in the past few episodes, I had mentioned that I had an accident. I fell down the stairs in my house and I dislocated two of my fingers so i had been out of work for five weeks so i fell on august 11th and i got back to work on september 18th so what happened was i got back to work and everybody was being super nice to me everybody was sweet Oh, are you okay to me is everything all right and i'm like oh maybe i'm a great person i don't like you guys but hey you guys seem to care about me, like I felt good, but <laughs> so um, I think three different women called me in because we have like conference rooms where you can go in and talk, answer calls and stuff like that. So they call me in and they're like, "Hey, can I talk to you about something?" I'm like, "Okay." I'm just I'm thinking it's something else, but then they call me and then they're like, oh, so we just want to let you know you're not alone. If you need support, you could do this. You could come to us. Um, sometimes talking about it helps, and then you know I'm like, uh, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, if your man is hitting you, let us know. I'm like dun dun dun. Where is that coming from, like? Where are you guys getting this idea from? But then I thought about it, and I spoke to um one of my friends at work. And I'm like, hey, girl. Um, so have you realized that a lot of people have been asking me? She's like, oh well. Um, they said the same thing when I said you fell down, and everybody's looking like, mm-hmm. Yeah, she fell down. But told me think about it. You fell down the stairs and broke your arm. Isn't that the regular story, girls that are being battered tell? And it was funny to me because I remember on my birthday also, one of my friends called me and I'm like, oh, she's like, oh, did you go to work on your birthday or did you take the day off? I'm like, oh, I've been at home for a few weeks because I fell. And she's like, Tommy, me, let me know if your man is hitting you. I'm coming out there to come get you. I'm like, girl, no, I just really fell for real. And like, I thought about it and I'm like, oh, wow, wow, it is true. That is exactly what happened. And I just had that. I was thinking about it and i just go online and then i i'm looking like i've looked up something about like stories people tell when they're being abused in their relationship because you know like i just like to look up stuff all the time like i always say like if anybody gets a hold of my google search history i'm in trouble for life but i looked at something and um while i was um doing that search i saw this article that really caught my eye and i'm gonna put the link in the description below also but um it was something that caught my eye and i'm like oh well let me just speak on this because i for one i have been in an abusive relationship Thankfully, it's not one that left physical bruises, but it left emotional bruises, even though those are worse than physical bruises. But hey, we all have our struggles, and I am glad I was able to walk away from it. And looking at this article, it helped me see a lot of things that I wish people had talked about then to make me understand that, hey, you're not alone. You're not doing anything wrong. It's a process, and you can get through this. So... I'm gonna take a second to go over it, just like I did in I think it was my second episode. I will say everything point by point for from the article, and then I will do. I'll let you guys know what I feel about it, and maybe share inside or um let you guys know how I handled such situations in my own experience. So it's from joinonelove.org, and. The article is titled, 11 Reasons Why People in Abusive Relationships Can't Just Leave. When many people hear that someone is in an unhealthy or or abusive relationship, their first question is, why don't they leave? If you've ever been through an abusive relationship, it's this sort of response, if you, sorry, (laughs) If you've never been through an abusive relationship, this sort of response might seem logical. Just throw the deuces up and move on with your life, right? But here's the thing, when it comes to relationship abuse, it's never as easy as just leaving. And we're here to tell you why. Living an abusive relationship is hard for many reasons. Here are 11 of the many reasons that someone in an unhealthy or toxic situation might stay with their partner. Now, before I go into the 11 reasons, um, this is true. Like, it's not as easy as people say now. Before now, I'm the one that would be like, you're so stupid. Why would you be with the man that is hitting you? Why would be with the man that is talking you down like this? Like, I have the smartest mouth in this life. And I'm quick to be like, oh, you let someone talk to you like this. But I have stopped doing that. I why well this was all right before I got in my own situation and like when I got when I found myself in that situation like it was weird for me and I'm like, "Oh wow." And I would sit down and tell myself, "Oh my god, you should leave," but then I couldn't. But let's just go into this and also I wanted to say like abusive relationships are not just when you get hit. Also is the way they talk to you is um you know like it could be the way they talk to you the way they they could just give you like silent treatment it could be like they limit your access to stuff that um you know your what's that thing called <laughs> they limit your access to stuff that you should have because they feel like they have control over you they give you guilt trips they withdraw affection they are dominating and controlling they threaten to kill themselves if you decide to leave and you know they constantly put you down they humiliate and embarrass you they don't communicate with you and they cheat on you all of that are forms of abuse because people just limit abuse to just getting hit it's beyond that. And I think that's where the problem was for me in my relationship. Because initially when it all started, even it starts from when they start to raise their voice at you and then they come close to you and tell you, I will hit you. It starts with little things like that. Once you start getting threats, there, that is a major red flag. Because initially it was like, oh, well, at least he's not hitting me. And then the first time he hit me, I was like, wow. But then it's like, oh, well, we'll go into that. As we keep going so i don't just tell the whole story right before we get into it so um uh, the first reason here is number one society normalizes unhealthy behavior so people may not understand that their relationship is abusive when you think that unhealthy or abusive behaviors are normal it is hard to identify your relationship as abusive and therefore there's no reason to seek help. Which is just like what I said earlier. Some people feel like, oh, when you're yelling, it's like, um, it's, not, it's not a bad thing. You guys are just yelling at each other. There's this thing people say, tough love. I do not identify with tough love. I don't. Oh, well, at least not anymore. Because it's like, oh, it's tough love. He cares about you. If he doesn't care about you, he's not going to talk to you that way. People people just normalize tough love. They think tough love is sexy. They think if he doesn't yell at you, he can't stand his ground and stuff like that because that's how the society has made us see that this is how people show love. So, number two. Emotional abuse destroys your self-esteem, making it feel impossible to start fresh. Oftentimes, People in emotionally abusive relationships may not understand that they are being abused because there's no violence involved. Also, many will dismiss or downplay emotional abuse because they don't think it is as bad as physical abuse. It's far- hard for those in abusive relationships to leave their partners after they've continuously made after they've continuously been made to feel worthless and like there's no better option for them. Okay, so what happened was before I started this, um, thing, I just read, like, the bullet points, but I made it a point not to read what was under it, because I just wanted to, like, just go straight from the heart, and it's just, like, it's coming right out of what I just said, because it's basically what I just said right before, and, um, like, for me, like, I'm a single mom, so I was with this guy, and then he would constantly let me know, oh, well, there's, like i've accepted you and your son so where do you want to start again so you want to introduce how many men to your son and just be this and then call me all sorts of names so it was just kind of like okay well where do i start from and you know all these things where people say oh you stay for the kids you stay for this sometimes you get to hold back and say oh yeah i'm staying because um, i'm staying because uh, i'm staying because of the kids i don't want i don't want them to feel like this but <clears throat> excuse me, if you think about it and then you look at it and then it's like, okay, I'm being abused. You, you become like, this. like I said here, your self-esteem is destroyed. You, <clears throat> you can't stand for yourself for anything. You can't really do anything by yourself. So you're just there. And then you don't see any good in yourself because someone is bringing you down, weighing you down and making you feel like there's nothing better out there for you. And then you cannot even be the best version of yourself or the kids that you're trying to protect the relationship for. And So when you start to think about this beyond the kids and think about how you being where you are will affect whatever situation you're protecting by being in the situation like and then you see like there's always a better option. Like no matter what, if you buy a 2018 car right now, you have the best there's always better. People always say, oh, my wife is the best, my wife is the best. But the best that your wife is doing for you is the best she can do. Nobody is saying, like, you should look, like, when, within what you have, that is the best that you have. But if you step outside of that, you can find better. I don't know if that makes sense. Let me go drink some water. Number two, emotional abuse destroys your self-esteem. Making it feel impossible to start fresh. Oftentimes, some people in emotionally abusive relationships may not understand that they are being abused because there's no violence involved. Also, many will dismiss or downplay emotional abuse because they don't think it is as bad as physical abuse. It is hard for those in abusive relationships to leave their partners after they've they've continuously been made to feel worthless and like there's no better option for them. Like, okay, one thing I did was when I was about to start this, I just read, like, the bullet points. I didn't go into all that was written under, but that's exactly what it is, and which is what I said right before I went into it. People feel like, oh, well, it's it's not physical, so it's nothing. He just yells at me. He just shoves me into the wall. He has, okay, that's not physical. Let's even see, oh, he's just yelling at me, oh, he's just he's just calling me names. Like, one thing people need to realize is if someone respects you, if someone loves you, they will not... There are certain things they cannot say or do to you because they love them and all of that. Like, uh, I just... I know, like, for me, like, because I'm a single mom, when I was in my abusive relationship, he would tell me stuff like, oh, so where do you want to start again from? Oh you wanna introduce another man to him. Oh so you would think you're irresponsible and things like that. So I stayed, I'm like, Okay, well I'm doing this for Daniel. Oh god. Um I really don't want him to have to count men with me. And it was just like I was like, Okay, I'm just gonna stay, I'm gonna thug it out. Um, maybe I won't be so stupid, maybe I won't be so stupid, maybe I won't be so useless. Oh, maybe I'll be more careful. Maybe I want to just not be an idiot. Maybe, I, maybe sometimes I just don't think, cause if I was thinking, maybe I wouldn't have just left the shoes right there. If I would, you know, you start to think and you're like, oh well, yeah, maybe I'm actually useless. Maybe I'm actually stupid, and then you start to accept the name callings. You start to think of yourself as those things. You think of yourself, oh yeah, maybe I don't have sense. Maybe I'm just dumb and stuff like that and then you stay in there and you're like oh well if I wasn't this maybe he wouldn't have done this you start to make excuses and that way you sit down there and you're like oh well he's not hitting me and then you feel like oh well someone else may not accept me because I'm stupid at least he he loves me even though I'm stupid and things like that but what we need to sit down and because you're not alone. It's okay to feel that way. But what, what people need to realize is there's always better. You have like the newest car right now. In a few months, they'll make a new one. Like there's always better out there. Like you think you have the best thing because best is relative. I always say that. What is the best thing to me might be mediocre to someone else. So in that moment, you may think that that is the best option for you. But there's always better out there. And no matter what situation you are in, the same way they accepted you, that's the same way you'll find someone that will accept you. Maybe not in that light. It could be better. But staying in a situation because you feel like there's nothing left out there for you is like the wrongest reason to stay. But it's understandable if that is how you feel. Because in that moment, you don't understand So, number three, the cycle of abuse. After every abusive incident comes a makeup honeymoon phase. Often, when an abusive situation happens, it is followed by the abuser doing something nice or apologizing and promising that they will never do it again. This makes their partner minimize the original abusive behavior. (laughs) Okay, so what even made this (laughs) worse for me is... So, on Friday, a friend of mine that's trying to be my boyfriend sent me flowers at work because we had had an argument on Monday. So, he sent me flowers, strawberries, and love notes at work. And so... My best friend at work is looking at, uh, okay, she's standing right beside me as I received the package, and everybody's like, oh, Tommy has a boyfriend, oh, and everybody's looking, and then she's like, oh, no, um, that's her friend that got it for her, but he fucked up, so he's apologizing, so one person walks up to me at work and is like, oh, you know, I can give you the 1-800 number if you need help don't just be don't just enjoy this moment like i was like wow wow but then like cuz that's how it is like when when the guys do this they turn around and then it's like oh baby i'm so sorry like now i love shoes so much because my ex whenever will have an argument whenever he would yell at me whenever he would do anything and then he knows he hurt my feelings cuz i'm very emotional i'm super sensitive like all my friends just hit that's like my worst feature because of how sensitive i am and then whenever my friends see me and they're like why are you so sensitive i'm like i don't know i can't help it but yeah back to that's not where i was going with that yeah (laughs) but yeah um whenever we'll fight or have any argument or issues he will just always buy me shoes He knew how much I love shoes and he will buy me shoes and then it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Why'd you make me do that? I'm sorry. You just always make me do this to you. Oh, you know, I love you. And The only reason why I talk to you like this is because I know you're better than this. I know you can be better. I want you to be the better person. That's exactly how it is. It's like, oh, don't worry. Things are going to get better. And then in my head, I'm like, okay, yeah, everything will get better. So, And he loves me because he's giving me a gift so I could just do better. And that's it. I just sit there and I'm like, oh, well, he'll buy me shoes. And then when he doesn't buy me shoes, I will go back and beg. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I really did fuck up. So I'm not getting gifts this time and stuff like that. And that happens, but we should always just look be- beyond the gifts. Look beyond the apology. And one thing I learned after this whole um, ordeal with this person was, whenever anyone apologizes to me, I always tend to ask them, what exactly are you sorry for? What exactly are you apologizing for? And then they will tell me stuff like, this is why I'm apologizing. Now, if you don't know why you're apologizing, then you don't know. So, um, if someone hit you and then you're like, I'm sorry. So, what exactly are you sorry about? If they don't know the reason why they're sorry. If they don't know that they should be sorry for behaving like animals and doing what they did to you. And they just say, I'm sorry because you made me do this. I'm sorry because... I reacted this way and stuff like that, then it is not it, you know? Yeah. So, number four, it is dangerous to leave. like very dangerous. Many times, living in an abusive relationship is not only emotionally difficult, but it could be life-threatening. In fact, the most dangerous time in an abusive relationship is post-breakup. Most women are 70 times more likely to be killed in the weeks after leaving their abusive partners than any other time during the relationship. The page also has something about the best way to protect yourself if you're in an abusive relationship is to create a safety plan. For help creating one, check out uh, my plan app. The link is also there. So with this, it is, I understand this and I know this. I've heard of many stories of when a girl walks out of a relationship like that and then they get killed or something bad happens to them. So that is a very serious situation that happens with people. Um with in my situation I moved away from the person. It was hard and yeah and I know like it was always crazy because he would say stuff like oh Um, I'm going to kill myself if you leave me and I'm going to kill you. And he will say that, but thank God I was able to leave. I moved and it was a hard process, but then I did it. So moving on number five, it says it is not just hard to break up safely. It is also hard to escape the cycle of control. Hmm, so it says people in abusive relationships often attempt to break up with their partners. What am I reading? People in abusive relationships often attempt to break up with their partners several times before the breakup sticks. On average, a person in an abusive relationship will attempt to leave seven times before they finally leave for good. People in abusive relationships often attempt to break up with their partner several times before the breakup sticks. On average, a person in an abusive relationship will attempt to live seven times before finally leaving for good. I don't know why they put it twice. Hmm. I guess that's why I was confused earlier. But, yeah, it happens like that. And then, because, like, there are times you'll be like, oh, well, I'm done. And then, like, no, you're not going anywhere. I'm done. No, you're not going anywhere. Like, it's like, like where do you think you're going? Like, what do you want to do? Where are you going to go? Where do you want to start from? You're not, it's not happening. You're not leaving me. <laughs> That's exactly how you hear it. But it's okay. It takes, it's a gradual step. It's not a one-time thing. It's going to happen in due time. But you also have to be careful and protect your sanity in such situations. So, number six, society perpetuates, perpetuates (laughs) a ride or die mindset. Those in unhealthy or abusive relationships might stay with their partners or get back together after a breakup because they feel pressure not to give up, forgive and forget or ride it out. (laughs) Pop culture glamorizes being a ride or die for your friends and partners, making people out to be in the wrong for leaving their partner. And while being loyal is a great thing, a good friend or partner will never endanger or hurt you. No true words have ever been spoken. A good friend or partner will never, ever, ever endanger you or hurt you. Yes, is like, oh, well, you guys have been together for so long. What's there? Oh, don't worry. Maybe he's just stressed out. Just write it out. Just write it out. Maybe you're the one stressing it out. Maybe if you're not stressing him out so much, maybe he won't do this. Oh, you guys are so good together. Don't do this. Don't. One thing I've learned to do in relationships is it's not about what people on the outside see or think. It's about what you on the inside think and feel. Because now everybody puts their best foot forward, even when you're being hit, even when you're being abused. You never put that part out till today. If any of my friends listen to this and then they hear and they find out which one of my exes it is that I'm speaking of, they will never believe because we had like the perfect relationship. Like, I was like, oh, I wish my boyfriend could do this for me like they did for you. And then that's it. is like, okay, well, yeah, mm, he's doing all these other things. Let me write it out. I'm going to stay. Oh, let me be loyal to him because... He's doing this because of what people will say and stuff like that. But in the end and at the end of the day, you just need to realize that anyone that truly and genuinely loves you will never hurt you or put you in danger or put you down. So number seven, they feel personally responsible for their partner or their behavior. After conflict, an abuser will turn the situation around and make their partner feel guilty or as though they are somewhat at fault. This type of behavior is known as gaslighting. So there's a link here showing what gaslighting is. So I'm going to quickly... Oh, it shows seven signs of gaslighting. Mm, And the signs is the signs are you question if your feelings are justified you second guess your recollection of past events you find yourself apologizing you make excuses for your partner you think there's something wrong with you you trust the judgment of others over your own you think something might be off which is everything that i said in like which is everything that i said was stuff that i've gone through through all of this So it's like, oh, because they'll come and be like, why'd you make me do this? You know, I love you. You know, I love you. Don't make me do this. And then you, in turn, you're sitting down there. You're like, oh, maybe I did this. Maybe it's my fault. This and all of that. Maybe if I did better and all of that. So it's never your fault that someone did anything wrong to you. You are not the reason someone does something bad to you. You are not the reason someone is being evil. You're not the reason someone hits you. It's never your fault. No matter what you do, even if you... I keep saying this. Even if you walk on somebody's head, you're not the reason that they will turn around and hit you. They hit you because they can't hit you. There are other reactions, but of all the reactions in the world, they chose to hit you. It is never your fault. It is their choice. So, number eight. They believe that if they stick it out, things might change. <laughs> A lot of people in abusive relationships stay in them because they love their partners and think things will change. They might also believe their partner's behavior is due to tough times or feel as though they can change. If their partner... Uh, I feel as though they can change their partner if they are better partners themselves. Never stay in a relationship in which you count on someone to change their behavior for the better. Hmm. Just like I said earlier, you blame yourself. You're like, oh, yeah, I could be better, and then they'll be better. You also say, oh, maybe it's a tough time. Once this moment passes, they will do better. And that, but if you need to change something about them, don't go into it because you'll probably not be able to change it. If they always say, if it's not broke, don't fix it. <laughs> if it's broken, then try to fix it. That's what I say. Don't try to be the person that molds up a broken person. Oh, he just needs to be shown a little more love cuz that's all I said. Oh well, uh he's he's been away from his family so long. He just needs to be shown a little more love. You need love too. You don't need the hate, you don't need the hurt, you don't need all of that. You need more love too. So just like it says, don't stay in a relationship in which you count on someone to change their behavior for the better now if it's a good behavior you're trying to upgrade that's good but if you want someone to completely turn around because they're in a relationship with you i'm sorry sis nine out of ten times it doesn't happen in fact i would say 10 out of 10 times it doesn't happen so going to number nine there is social pressure to be in a perfect relationship there is incredible pressure to be in a perfect relationship, and some cultures and social, hmm, and some cultures and social media only accentuate this pr- this pressure. Just like I said, people put their best foot forward, so you put your best foot forward. Everybody thinks you're perfect, so everybody's calling you, "Hey, couple goals, couple goals. Hey, look at you, me and this, oh goals, this and this goals. A, B, and J, and all of that, and then." You're there back home suffering. But because you don't want you being goals to be stuff people talk about, you choose to stay. You should also just... Like I always say, it doesn't matter what people say. It matters how you feel. It is you that is living this life, not the people that are making you goals. Have the time, people that are making you goals, they don't even have what you have. They don't want what you have. They just want to hype you up and make you feel like, yay, you're doing awesome. So, in the end, at the end of the day, it's all about you. You, you, you. It is you season every season. Number 10. Fear of how others will react. <laughs> people in abusive relationships often feel embarrassed to abuse ugh. people in abusive relationships often feel embarrassed to admit that their partner is abusive for the fear of being judged blamed marginalized pitied or looked down on for example in some lgbtqia relationships someone may stay in with their partner for the fear of being outed so now this is true for the longest, I think if anybody in my family listens to this, this is the first time they were ever here. I've been in an abusive relationship. Because I've never really spoken about it. Like, if I'm talking to someone, like, my best friend at work, when she comes at me and then she, like, comes close to me, I flinch and cover myself. And she's like, I'm not going to hit you. I'm like, girl, I've been in an abusive relationship. It's my first reaction. The moment you yell at me, the first thing I do is cover my head. Because if you want to hit me, just don't hit my face. (laughs) So, yeah, I... For the longest, I don't think I've ever spoken to any... Okay, well, when I started going to therapy, I spoke to my therapist about it. she was actually like, oh, be more open about it and stuff. So, I've never really spoken about it to anyone, really, because I just feel like, no, if I tell you you're going to judge me, I'm like, because I, I used to be that person. that I would judge people dying in an abusive relationship. I'm like... Oh, well, you're so stupid to stay in that relationship. And then when you walk the walk, then you know. and Then you know it's not easy. But yeah, this is the first real time I'm talking about it like this. And I'm never really talking about it. I'm just like touching the edges. Oh my God, I have something in my throat. <clears> throat> but yeah, number 11, they share a life together. Marriages, children, a shared fan- and shared finances are often huge reasons that people in abusive relationships stay in them. This dependency is heightened in relationships where we were, where one partner is differently abled, but there are also similar factors that affect young people's decisions to stay in relationship, including shared friend groups and living situations. So, well. Since I've already put it all out there, I'm just going to give it all away. So, this happened when I was in school. And we lived together. So, it was like, well, if you break up with me while you're moving out, I know, don't ask me for a few days, like today. We had joint bank accounts. We had a lot of stuff together. And it's... It's just back to that where will I start from? Like where do I go from here? Like and it was like well when I left my old roommate, like we kinda left on like terms where it was like, Oh oh well you're going to you're going to a new fancy house, so yeah, go get out and I'm like, Oh well yeah, I'm gonna pay you for the rest of the month so yeah, I don't need to be here. So I couldn't go back there. Getting a new place without being hard. It's me and a child. Where do I want to start from? And it was just like, okay, well, I just have a few more months till the end of the year. And then I'm going back home and all of that. And it's like, oh, well, I could go back home, but there's nobody at home I'm by myself. I could go stay with my sister, but then she has her family. And then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to stay. But there's always somewhere to call. I know there are numbers that you can call. I know now there, there there are places that you can go. And sometimes just talking to someone about it also helps. Like Truth is, I wish I had spoken to someone earlier. I'm not even going to lie because it broke me. It changed the person that I am. I'm scared of being held, like, if me and someone have an argument, or I'm upset about something, and you try to hold me after, I will start shaking, and people always say, oh, um, PTSD is for only people that go to military, and stuff like that, but no, people have PTSD from relationships, you have, like, serious emotional PTSD, and then you have, like, triggers and then you have like um episodes yeah and then you are just maybe around someone that you care about so much and you hope to have like a nice life with and then you just have this breakdown moment and then at the end they sit down and think like oh my god I must look crazy to this person or something like that but yeah there as hard as it is there's always a way out and speaking to someone is always a better option than being quiet. I used to journal, I'll write it down. But speaking it out and saying it out and hearing someone feel how you feel. Now, I know sometimes when people, when you talk to someone, the reaction they may give you may not be what you expect. But if you just. Sometimes it doesn't stop with one person. You talk to one person, they bring you down. I know it's hard to open up to someone else. But if you speak to a professional, I know that's why they have those numbers. They have, like, counselors. Like, you could go online and, like, just looking at this, while I looked on there, there were, like, a lot of numbers, places that you could go to that popped up. So if you want to just speak to somebody and... There are always ways people will pick you up, even if you have nothing. People will help. They may not always help, but at least at least you tried, and then you didn't just stay there and just be there for four years. So um, there's an end note. It says there are lots of elements that influence a person's decision to stay in an abusive relationship. And while seeking help to get out of these relationships is the most important thing. blaming someone in an abusive relationship is never okay. There's a big difference between judgment and responsibility. While someone may have had <coughs> yeah, while someone might have used bad judgment by staying in an unhealthy and dangerous situation, it doesn't mean that they are responsible or asking for the abuse perpetrated against them Now. They picked these words right out of my heart, and yeah, this is it. I hope I have like I hope that if there's anyone out there that is in an abusive relationship, you find the courage to speak up and talk to someone, and I hope things get better, and you are able to get the strength to walk away from it. It is never easy the first few years, (laughs) the first few months, years, days, weeks, first few nights, you will have nightmares. You will have, it's terrible, but it's always better to walk away at the end of the day. And I hope you all have a great week. And till next time, be loyal to the version of me that you know. And do not judge me by my podcasts.